This is the Roast and Reason podcast. Join your host, Andrew Boyer, as we explore the world of specialty coffee. So grab a cup of your favorite coffee and let's dive in. Welcome to Roast and Reason. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. We're going to switch gears a little bit this week. So this is going to be a short and sweet podcast episode, and I'm going to share the six rules that I use to ensure that I'm drinking delicious and fresh coffee. My goal is to have this information be actionable, so information that you can put to use right away the next time that you are buying coffee, whether that's at the grocery store, the local specialty coffee shop, or online. But before I go into these six rules, I want to talk to you about why they matter. And it basically boils down to this. Fresh coffee tastes better. It's that simple. Fresh coffee tastes better than old or stale coffee. Yes, grocery stores will sell coffee that is months or even years old. I'm not kidding you here. They can get away with it Because coffee isn't like many other perishable food items. It doesn't spoil like milk or meat. It doesn't brown like fruit or vegetables. It doesn't rot. It doesn't develop gross smells or tastes. And it doesn't transform into something that can hurt and kill you. So older coffee isn't going to make you sick and isn't going to kill you. And that's great. But that fact alone doesn't mean you should be drinking it. You deserve better than that. And the fact that you're listening to this podcast tells me that you take your coffee drinking pretty seriously, and you definitely deserve better than stale coffee. While grocery stores can get away with selling month or even year-old coffee, you should really be drinking, buying and drinking coffee within the first two to four weeks after it's roasted. The reason why is fresh, recently roasted coffee smells and tastes better. As coffee starts to age, these wonderful fragrances and flavors start to dull or become stale. So while coffee doesn't rot or spoil, it does get stale, just like other food. Let's talk about how this happens. There's really two large processes that happen that cause coffee to get stale. So during the coffee roasting process, several hundred different aromatic compounds are created. We talked about the coffee roasting process and the major reactions that happen, like the caramelization process and the Maillard reactions back in episodes eight and nine. So All of these reactions create hundreds of different compounds that give coffee its flavor and its taste. The problem is that aromatic compounds and most of the compounds that we're talking about that contribute to coffee's fragrance and flavor are volatile, meaning they aren't stable. They break down. And so... Really, the very compounds that give us what we're looking for in coffee, the flavor and the smell, 
start breaking down as coffee becomes stale. This happens within days to weeks after coffee is roasted. So let me go back to that time frame. Coffee starts to get stale within days to weeks after it's roasted. Some grocery stores will sell you coffee that is months to years old. So that is clearly stale coffee. If you don't believe me or you're the kind of see-it-to-believe-it type, then try this experiment. Buy a bag of fresh coffee, so a, a bag that's within two weeks of its roast date, and then buy an older bag of coffee. Open them both and compare the differences you smell between the two bags. The more precise or exact way to do this experiment is to buy a fresh bag of coffee, open it, and let it sit there for a few months. And then close it up, go back and buy another fresh bag of the same exact coffee. Same exact type of coffee from the same coffee roaster. Go back home, open the two bags at the same time, and compare the two. That's a bit of a waste of perfectly good coffee, so you may not want to do that, and you may just want to take my word for it, but believe me, there is a huge difference between how older, stale coffee smells and tastes and how fresh coffee smells and tastes. The loss of the aromatic compounds isn't the only thing occurring as coffee ages. There's a whole set of other reactions that's occurring at the same time. The elements, and I'm talking about air and water and light and heat, aren't kind to coffee. So exposure to all of these elements causes a number of chemical reactions within coffee. One of the major ones is called oxidation. Oxidation is a chemical reaction that occurs when things are exposed to oxygen. So yes, oxygen is crucial. We couldn't live without breathing oxygen. But it also destroys things and causes aging. In the oxidation process, oxygen strips electrons from other molecules. This causes free radicals. I'm sure you've heard of the term free radicals. Free radicals are unstable molecules, and they start reacting with all other molecules around them. I'm not going to go into huge detail here, but this process causes a whole number of reactions. So it causes metal to rust. It causes your fruit to brown. It causes coffee to get stale. And it causes a lot of diseases and aging pathologies in the medical world as well. So when we're talking about coffee, oxidation is bad and causes it to go stale. Stale coffee from oxidation and several other reactions that are occurring at the same time tastes flat and similar to chewing on cardboard. If you've never chewed on cardboard, then you have no idea what I'm talking about. I don't really recommend it, um, but just imagine it. It doesn't taste very good, and it certainly doesn't taste like the delicious coffee that is going to get you up in the morning and that you're going to enjoy drinking. Now, the rate of oxidation occurs largely dependent 
upon the surface area of something exposed to air, because most of the oxygen that is going to result in the oxidation process comes from the air around us. So when we're talking about coffee, a coffee bean, just the surface of that bean is exposed to air. So overall, that's a relatively small surface area to the total amount of coffee. But when we talk about ground coffee or pre-ground coffee, everything changes. Totally different game here. So think about it. Ground coffee is totally exposed to air. So we're jumping to one of my rules here, but do not buy pre-ground coffee. One of the major things that you can do to, to drink fresher, more delicious coffee is buy whole coffee beans and grind them yourself at home. This is the major reason why many small specialty coffee roasters will not sell you pre-ground coffee. It's just not as good as buying whole beans and grinding them yourself. The other key is when do you grind your coffee? Don't get home and then grind it all at the same time and put it back in the bag. It's the same thing as buying pre-ground coffee. Grind your coffee right before you make the coffee. So once you grind coffee, it starts degrading and losing flavor within 20 minutes after being ground. 20 minutes. That process can occur as quickly as 90 seconds if you use a finer grind size, like if you were making espresso. So, with all of that background as to what happens as coffee ages, we can now get into a few key points, tips or tricks or golden rules, really whatever you want to call them. We can talk about my six rules that I use to drink fresh, delicious coffee. The good news is this. These rules aren't complicated. They don't have to be expensive, and they're not difficult to remember. The other important thing to point out is I don't always follow these rules. There are times when I can't find a, a bag of coffee that meets these rules, and I need to go with the best alternative. So this is kind of an ideal set of rules, a perfect set of circumstances. If you choose to not follow all of these rules, nothing bad is going to happen to you. Um, rules are meant to be broken, right? But this kind of gives you a set of guidelines or best practices that will help you start drinking better, fresher coffee. So without further ado, here are my six golden rules of fresh coffee. Number one, only buy coffee with a roast date listed on the bag. It can actually be fairly difficult to find bags of coffee with a roast date listed on them when you're shopping at a standard grocery store. And I'm not talking about a best buy date. So if a bag of coffee has a best buy date on it, so best consumed by, that, that's not what we're talking about here. Best buy dates can be up to two years after the roast date. That is clearly stale coffee. I'm talking about the date that the coffee was actually roasted. So this can be tough to find in a normal grocery store. 
But the good thing is that most specialty coffee producers and roasters nowadays will list the roast date somewhere on the bag, whether it's on the front, on the back, on the side, on the bottom, somewhere on the bag, most specialty coffee companies are going to list the roast date. It's pretty easy to understand why this matters. If we have no idea when the coffee was roasted, then we have no idea how old it is. We really don't know what we're buying. Since coffee starts getting stale within days to weeks after it was roasted, we really need to know this information, right? Kind of makes sense. Here's the thing. This doesn't have to cost anything extra. Yes, I will give it to you. Some specialty coffee roasters sell very expensive bags of coffee, but not all of them. Fresh coffee does not have to mean expensive coffee. You can find reasonably priced bags of coffee with a roast date on them. On the flip, the flip side is also true. Stale coffee doesn't necessarily mean cheap coffee. The grocery store isn't discounting the price of coffee the longer it sits on the shelf. So drinking fresh coffee, it's not like eating organic versus conventional, where organic seems to always be more expensive. Fresh coffee does not need, does not need to be more expensive than the coffee you're currently drinking. So, only buy coffee with a roast date listed on the bag. We all on the same page? So this leads us directly into rule number two. So rule number two, only buy coffee within the first one to two weeks of the roast date. Just knowing the roast date isn't enough. We need to know what to do with that information. And we talked about how coffee starts to stale and lose its smell and flavor within the first couple weeks after roasting. So you're not going to drink all of your coffee on the first day that you buy it, right? Unless you're having a, an all-nighter or a really bad day. It's normally going to last you a couple days or a couple weeks. So I prefer to give myself a little bit of a buffer. I prefer to buy coffee within the first one to two weeks after it was roasted. That way, even if I'm still drinking that bag two weeks down the road, which doesn't always happen in my household, but if I'm still using that coffee two weeks from when I buy it, I'm still drinking relatively fresh coffee. This rule isn't always easy to follow because even if coffees have a roast date listed on the bag, if you're at a larger grocery store, it can be difficult to find a shipment of coffee that comes in within that first one to two week window. But really, the idea here is to buy coffee as, as fresh as possible, as shortly after the roast date as possible. And the guidelines I tend to use for myself are within the first one to two weeks, if possible. One more rule that's related to the information on the coffee bag. So my rule number three is only buy coffee that is traceable. This rule does not directly relate to freshness, 
but I feel like it's so important that it's become one of my rules anytime I'm buying coffee. What do I mean when I say traceable? I want to know where the coffee comes from. And I don't mean the country or the continent. If you tell me this is African coffee or Ethiopian coffee, that's not enough for me. That's not enough information. I want to know the specific region or town or village or something on a much more granular scale than just Ethiopian coffee or Costa Rican coffee. Specialty coffee roasters will often list the elevation at which it was grown as well. So these are the kinds of things I'm looking for on the the bag of coffee. Why does all of this matter so much? Better traceability often indicates that the coffee farmers were treated fairly, they were paid a good price for their coffee, and quite frankly, you're drinking a quality product. You're drinking better coffee. Why is this? Why does it mean that you're drinking a better product? coffee. It costs money and time in order to keep different lots of coffee separate. It's much easier for coffee producers just to throw all coffee from Costa Rica in one big bag or one big box and say it's Costa Rica coffee. It's much more expensive to keep everything separate during the entire coffee production process So the fact that someone took the time and effort to do that means that you are drinking a much more quality product. So my rule number three is only buy coffee that is traceable. Our next rule deals directly with freshness. So we're going back to something that deals directly with freshness. Rule number four, buy enough coffee for one to two weeks at a time. So we want to know the roast date. We want to buy it within one to two weeks of the roast date. We also only want to buy coffee that we're going to reasonably use within one to two weeks. In other words, do not buy in bulk. So yes, it can be cheaper to buy things in bulk sometimes. I get that. But Even though coffee doesn't rot or spoil, I I really want you to think of coffee like a perishable food item. So you wouldn't buy more milk than you can drink in a reasonable time before it spoils. Think of coffee the same way. Don't buy more coffee than you can drink within one to two weeks. That way you are going to continue to drink the best, freshest coffee and not have it go stale on you. One more rule related to the kind of coffee that you buy. Rule number five, only buy whole bean coffee and grind it right before you make it at home. We talked about this one earlier. This was kind of my sneak peek into one of my rules. So remember that oxidation and exposure to air is one of the major reactions that degrades coffee and causes it to stale. We want to minimize this process. And one of the major ways to do this is to buy whole bean coffee rather than pre-ground coffee. It has a much smaller surface area that's exposed to air. 
and then you grind the beans right before you make the coffee at home. I personally use a coffee grinder called the Barazza Virtuoso coffee grinder. I will link to it in the show notes. There are a number of really great coffee grinders. This is not the only one that that I'd, I'd recommend, but it's the one I personally use, so I figured I'd share that information with you guys. I will do a, a full episode on coffee grinders and why we grind coffee and how we grind coffee in the future, but I'll just throw one additional piece of information in this episode. If you're in the market for a coffee grinder, make sure you purchase a burr grinder, B-U-R-R, rather than a blade grinder. So there are two major types of coffee grinders. Blade grinders, which use large metal blades to chop up the coffee. And then there are burr grinders that have small either metal or ceramic discs within them that crush and grind the coffee in a much more consistent grind size. So burr grinders will give you a much more even grind and a consistent grind, and that will lead to a better cup of coffee than blade grinders. So our rules up to this point have all dealt with how to purchase coffee or what type of coffee to purchase. What about something that you can do at home that will help your coffee last longer. And that's just what the last rule, rule number six, deals with. So rule number six is store coffee at home in an airtight container away from sunlight, moisture, and heat. So I am a kid from the 1980s, and one of my favorite movies from that era is the movie Gremlins. If you ever, if you can remember the movie Gremlins, what were the rules that you were not supposed to do to or expose a gremlin to? Never expose it to bright lights or sunlight. Never let it get wet. And never feed it after midnight. I like to think of coffee the same way. The midnight thing really doesn't apply unless you want to have an all-nighter, drink coffee after midnight, but the other two are really important. Bright lights and sunlight are bad, and water is bad. Moisture is bad. So bright lights, sunlight, moisture, and heat all cause coffee to to degrade faster. So the key to preserving your coffee is proper storage. It doesn't make sense to go through all these steps and buy really fresh coffee if you're then not going to preserve it for the next week or two as you're drinking it. So what you want to do in terms of proper storage, is use an airtight container that also blocks out sunlight, moisture, and heat. And the sunlight piece is important. If you're using a clear plastic container, if you can see the coffee beans, so can sunlight. So don't use a clear plastic container. I want to reiterate something. I do not keep my coffee in the bag that I buy it in. I immediately remove it from the bag and place it in an airtight container. There are a bunch of really great options out there for airtight coffee or food containers. You can find them in grocery stores, gourmet food stores, coffee stores, and online. I personally use the Airscape 
coffee and food storage canister. They're really nice stainless steel BPA-free canisters. They look pretty pretty slick in your kitchen. And you're able to actually push the lid down to expel any extra air. So it minimizes the amount of air and oxygen that's surrounding your coffee beans. When you push the lid down, it makes a really cool like whoosh noise. It's pretty cool. Um, so I, I'll link to this canister in the show notes as well. Again, a lot of really great options out there. This is by no means the only good option for you guys to store your coffee at home. I just happen to really like the Airscape canister, and I have a few of them at home, so I've used it, and I, I know I like it, so I can endorse it to you guys. So there you have it, the golden rules of fresh coffee. As always, I want to thank you guys very much for listening to the Roast and Reason podcast. Uh, to end this week, I'm just going to recap the rules one last time so you don't have to go back and review them. Number one, only buy coffee with a roast date listed on the bag. Number two, only buy coffee within the first one to two weeks after the roast date. Number three, only buy coffee that is traceable. And we talked about what traceability means in the podcast. Number four, do not buy in bulk. Buy enough coffee for, for the next one to two weeks. Number five, only buy whole bean coffee and grind it right before you make it at home. Number six, store coffee in an airtight container away from sunlight, moisture, and heat. There you go. I hope you guys have an awesome week, and I will see you back next week for another podcast episode.